0: Malaria parasites in Cambodia are showing resistance to the frontline drug Pippaquin, making current treatment useless and putting lives at risk. Dr. Roberto Amato and his team uncovered the genetic basis for this resistance. He took me through the study, starting with how they collected parasite samples.
1: We collect about 300 samples from Cambodia, three provinces in Cambodia, over um, three years. We sequenced the genome of the parasites here at Sanger we did what we call genome-wide association study. So basically, we go through the genome and the parasite to see if there is any change which is associated with the uh, phenotype. Phenotype in this case, so what we measure are two different things. One is what is called IC50. Uh, basically, it's the amount of drug that you need to kill the parasite. The other phenotype uh, is coming from the patient. So we check after the treatment to see if the treatment was actually effective or not. Basically, if the person gets sick again with the same, exactly the same strain, meaning that after the drug, the, the parasite stayed in the body.
0: Once collected, the parasite genome was sequenced to see if any mutations correlated with resistance.
1: And what we found is that at least two markers came out. One in particular uh, we're quite excited about is what we call copy number variant. in Two genes called plasmapisin 2 and 3. By copy number, I mean that parasites that are not responding to the drug have multiple copies of these genes, up to uh, four or five copies.
0: Having multiple copies of plasmepsins not only protected the parasites from the drug outside the body, it led to poor outcomes for patients.
1: And what we observed is that patients carrying infection with mutant parasites, so having extra copy of the plasmepsin gene, had only 40% chance of the treatment to be effective.
0: The success rate of the combination treatment against parasites of only one copy of this gene is around 95%. So what does this gene normally do? Once inside the body the parasites hide inside red blood cells, where this gene is now active.
1: The parasites need to to eat, uh, and food that is uh, eating in, when it's inside the red blood cells is hemoglobin. The problem with hemoglobin is that when the parasite digests hemoglobin, uh, it releases what are called free heme, which are toxic for the parasite. So it needs to detoxify heme, so basically making an armful for them. So plasmepsin are uh, two of a set of genes, a set of proteins, which are involved in this digestive process.
0: Why does having multiple copies of this gene offer pipoquine resistance? It's a bit unclear
1: how piperacin works, so this is still early days. Uh, What people think is that piperacin acts on the very same process um, plasmapsin are part of. So it's possible that having extra copy will allow the parasites to go through this digestive process in a more effective way and will possibly even balancing out the disruption caused by the drug.
0: How do the findings here help us in the fight against malaria?
1: you have a simple tool you can use to monitor how far resistance has got and deploy at the regional level for example the best treatment so you are more likely to you're deploying a treatment that is more likely to work in that specific area
0: and what treatment is likely to work against pipokin resistant parasites the good news is
1: that what we observed is that parasites that are resistant to piperaquine are also seems to be uh, at a molecular level, very least, um, to be sensitive to a drugs we've used in the past, which is mefloquine. So the hope there is that we could, for example, uh, alternate between two drugs or like people are doing at the moment in some uh, provinces in Cambodia, even think about a triple um, combination therapy.
0: That was Dr. Roberto Amato from the Wellcome Trust Sanger Institute in Cambridge and the paper was published in Lancet Infectious Diseases.